Welcome to the Jody Seely Show podcast. She's been uh, on my mind to bring back this month as we have some Pride Month conversations and an opportunity to share some stories. So Tamara, thank you for hanging out again today. So good to see you. Oh my goodness, I am so happy to be here with you. And you know, our journey together, Jody, has been conversation. Like that's the first time I ever met you was joining you on the radio and everything, talking about like my community work and fundraising and stuff like that. So, you know, it just continues to wrap around full circle every time that we get to be together and stuff. So I'm just really grateful to be here with you. Well, and I feel like you're, not that I want to call you a character, but you're somebody who I would definitely like to have back on the show as much as you'd be willing to come and hang out with us because I so appreciate your perspective and the way you communicate and share love and you just you're a, you're a doer you're somebody who's like there's something that needs to get done in a community or for another person or you just you're like okay let's rally let's do this and you just go in and do it and i think we need we need more people like you to help shine the light on how we can do that too mm, thank you so yeah, it's fun. But let's let's dive into our conversation today. So like I had said before, and I, I alluded a little bit yesterday to those who were joining us on yesterday's chat, that our conversations on Fridays this month are around Pride Month. And my goal is that we can hear people's stories. We have, it's a safe place to ask questions because I think a lot of times when we're uncomfortable at something or we don't understand something, or we get really afraid that we're going to offend somebody with asking. Whereas curious, compassion questions aren't a bad thing. And so I wanted to to share some of your story and journey with us, Tamara, because I don't think you're the only one who's going through this process of life, of, of realizing true self and and stepping into that. So I guess what we'll start off by saying is, is you identify as bisexual. Is that correct? Am I using the right term? I actually identify as gay, actually. But if you want, if you want a a term that people can more understand with me would be bisexual. Yes. But I, I, I have decided that gay is for me, for me only, um, like, you know, there's definitions in the, Webster dictionary and everything that would say that you have to be homosexual to to be considered gay and uh, that's just not the case for me. I struggled for so many years because I didn't know about bisexuality. I didn't know that you could love both male and female or feminine and masculine pretty well until I (laughs) really Again, if anybody knows my story, I accidentally came up to my husband um, in a conversation. And um, and then as soon as that happened, I like pretty well felt like I (laughs) what what have I just done kind of thing? Because I never thought I would actually ever say it out loud to anybody in my life. So and and not do anything about it as well. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would say gay is is for me. But if I was to tell people I'm gay, then they're like but you're married. And I'm like, it's what, it's what works for me on, on how I identify. I think also too, as a child, I was always, I always wanted people to feel good and to feel that they belonged in everything. 
And like, I was going to marry boy George when I was young. I didn't care if he was gay. I like, I loved everything about him. I was going to be Mrs. George O'Dowd, man. Like <laughs> it made no difference. Makeup and all yeah. more merrier kind of thing. And the way I grew up was always of just love, love people. And it never made a difference to me. I had, um, guy friends starting in grade three that I didn't even, I didn't even know the words of, uh, of being gay and I didn't care. Like, that's not how he was to me and, and, and other friends that had came up, finally came, came out later in life. Like, I just, it never mattered to me. Like, I knew what they were into without them ever having to say, but it just didn't matter. And so, um, for me, I didn't, I didn't know any different of, uh, just love is love, but then to put that love to, to myself and that acceptance and that, um, that complete compassion wrapped around me, that was a real hard journey for myself to actually do what I've always done for everybody else to actually be around me. So when you say you came out accidentally to your husband, I mean, you don't have to give us all of the details, but what do you think sort of brought it to happen then as opposed to any other time in your life? Well, so by the time that I accidentally came out, I had been keeping that at bay for 23 years. Like it started with a, um, a friend uh, in my twenties had kissed me and I liked it and it kind of screwed me up. Like it, it screwed me up. But at the time I was living in Vancouver on Davy street. If you know Davy street, that is like pride capital of, of, uh, Western Canada. And I never did anything about it. I didn't, I didn't look at women differently. I didn't. Yeah. Like there, there is, I just, it just confused me. And so I just, you know, put that away. And, um, I had plenty of opportunities that I wasn't seeing somebody that I could have, you know, really tried to understand myself that way, but I didn't, it wasn't even a thought to do probably because also that was, uh, in the, in the nineties and, you know, as much as I lived, uh, on Davy street and really loved every part of it, I knew how dangerous it was to be authentically who you were if it was anything different than heterosexual heterosexuality or heteronormative and so i just i just didn't really understand that and then fast forward um a few years prior i we were talking in a book club uh about um you know telling telling a priest all your everything, I immediately got emotional and felt there's no way, and this probably made me cry, there's no way I could tell anybody my deepest, darkest secret. Because I truly didn't think anybody would still love me. And at the time I was happily married to my husband. You know, we've been together 21 years. I adore him. Uh, he's my best friend. And I wouldn't have, I didn't know, you know, relationships can make, be their own. You know, I didn't know, um, 
what full true love would be like because you know if I shared that with him of course he would have to leave me like what do you do with that information you know like it's so it I just for the last few years like probably the last like five years I had just like just settled into the fact that if I want to be with my husband and I do um that there was nothing I can do about that side so and then a few months probably well so in 2018 um there was a lot of things happening in my life a lot of people pulling at me um demanding more of me when already I give so much I happily give so much but it just got to a point that it was just too much and then right in the middle of all of that energy building and building and building and I was barely surviving like I was barely keeping my head afloat and um but meanwhile I'm still you know doing good doing all everything for everybody fundraising whatever I went to go help somebody that really needed me and a fire happened next door and that was a catalyst to realizing that I can't keep taking care of everybody else and I have to worry about myself and my home because like I had six kids in my basement all playing video games all with earphones on it was a Friday I think it was a Friday yeah it was a Friday afternoon and middle of the day and I went to go help somebody and meanwhile a fire hits next door they lose everything um, the only reason our house didn't burn down was because two weeks before we changed it to uh, James Hardy board, which is concrete board. So it like the firemen and everything just can't even believe how it protected us because like we still had a, like over $25,000 worth of damage and it went right into, uh, I think four or five trusses into our attic. Um, but the side of the house <laughs> looked good, except anything that could be burnable otherwise was lights was. and it just it knowing that my children like the only reason they they found out about the fire at the time that they did was the, the power went out we don't know even know how it went out it wouldn't normally unless well that's a lot of conspiracy but um yeah. um I, my children came upstairs to say like what the heck you know and they looked out the back window and there was the fire like taking out our our fence and so they knew what to do and everything and i got the call and i drove here as like i didn't care i'm like cops try to stop me because actually <laughs> i need your help at my house and okay. follow um, me yeah and for hours we didn't know if we lost everything because like there was smoke billowing out of our house and people were driving by and they're, they're like your house is on fire but sadly or thankfully they had the wrong house and a few weeks after that i had a student come up to me and just give me a business card of a, i didn't even know what she did for business and she goes you need to come and see me and it was um it was therapy work like uh, reiki and well she did a plethora of things and uh the whole time was my throat chakra, which always is, it's always my throat. Like I'm just getting over pneumonia right now and you still hear like the raspiness and 
and stuff like that. And um, so she just said, you know, it's just going to work its way out over the next few days. And so I went on my merry way. And within that week, I accidentally said it to my husband. And, uh, you know, I have moments that I wish that I never did only because life is hard sometimes, but I'm very grateful. Because and I can imagine without you wanting to, you know, we want to protect his, his feeling through this piece, but I can imagine that was a bit of a roller coaster for the two of you as a married couple. Yeah. Was it surprising for him? Uh, it was surprising for him fully but it was exciting at the same time. It's like, you know, every man's dream, but, um, but when reality actually hits, what does that mean for him? Where does that, where does our love fit into that? What are you going to do with that? Things like that. So it, it was, um, yeah, it, and it still is like each and every day we choose to be together and each and every day we choose to be our biggest advocates and fans and and best friends and and love each other and give each other a safe place to to communicate and to do the hard work and everything like that it's just uh just a matter of how each moment we're moving through it and how we're showing up because sometimes like right now I'm dealing with a lot of inner child things and Thank God I have him holding me. So. So it's into kind of into year three of that shift for you. Yeah. Um, your kids, how did they handle the the transition of, of real mom coming out? Oh my God. They were amazing. Like, you know, even at the time, like I knew that that voice was speaking louder, not to do anything about it but the voice of i just want somebody to know me fully and um to be able to share it with my kids they were just like okay <laughs> like because like when my husband and i like we're like that obnoxious couple at home where <laughs> were affectionate in front of them and like they're like come on i don't want to see that and we're like so all of your friends that are going through divorces and people that hate each other that once loved each other that's what they're used to and this yeah. is what you what you're uncomfortable with i'm like then be uncomfortable because this is what you're going to see we want our children to see what love looks like and we want them to see what real love looks like in, in the hardship and and trying to figure it out together anyways, not, you know, like it could have broke us in a moment and it could have broke us many times over the last um, two and a half years or almost three years, but they were amazing. And then when we went to go tell my parents, it was my children and my husband that held me while I told my parents. So just every day they come and snuggle me multiple times like they're more loving than they've ever been like it's like they are there to protect me and remind me of that i am still lovable and and if not better to be loved that way so and i think that in society we know that without going into a deep discussion we know there's people who will accept 
the real you in that piece and people who won't. And we know this, but how do you feel? Like how is inner, inner beautiful Tamara feeling being in truth compared to what you were before? It depends when you ask me that question. I know in the full extent of our being that I am so much better off this way, but it has come with an extreme amount of loss and pain and hurt. So. <laughs> and I think that it's important to, to bring that up. And that's why I wanted, you know, to have that conversation to you because it's not always and not that we would want to, and it's not to prevent anybody from stepping into their truth, because I, I fully believe everyone needs to step into their truth, but it's not always the hallmark moment you see in a movie where somebody comes out and everybody's just like, okay, let's just carry on. There's valleys with peaks and, and they're real and you're working through them every damn day. Mm -hmm. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. So proud of you. But I know it, it's hard and, and I wanted people to, to know that and see that. And so we have to, in an allied-like mentality, but just in a human kind, we have to love each other mentality is just start to just accept without having to understand. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the struggles I think I have had is because like, and, and before we got on today, you and I were talking that I love to talk about this stuff because I felt so alone. I didn't have examples of what being bisexual or gay and choosing to be in a marriage and still live authentically full what that looked like so after i had come out i was i seemed to like be searching give me examples of success give me examples that i'm not asking for too much or or that um we can do this like and and nobody it's so hard because i know what your sexual preference is is nobody's business i fully but when our society is like what, what like one of the examples because you know i would before i came out i had the questions from a few people like why do you feel it important to come out like it doesn't matter we still love you and i'm like because when i came out of the womb i didn't have to tell my parents just so you know this is what i'm into you know like i it was automatically determined that i must want to be with the opposite sex and 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 then now like you know me being married and stuff like what would i be thinking to live authentically like i have a very amazing family and uh, marriage and why would i want to jeopardize that for any minute but nobody talks about it you know nobody Nobody talks about the struggles. Nobody talks about the journey. Like there's some people that will, but then there's a lot of people that just roll their eyes or just be like mm, tension grabber or whatever the hell. So 
sorry, I don't even know if we're allowed to swear in here. So yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> and, you can and say whatever I, you want. I'm keeping it PG to uh, the H-E-L word. <laughs> so I just like, I want people to be able to ask me questions. You know, there may be some that I don't answer, but I would rather it come from me than people talking about people talking about people. And it's that horrible game of telephone. And you know, for a fact, there it's usually even once removed and the story is already changing. So if you've got something to say to me and I'm telling anybody that's listening, like, you want to know something? How about you come to the source? Always go to the source because it is very, very hurtful for the person that is going through whatever they're going through for stories to be made up. Like there, there's stories that have been made up that I cheated on my husband, which was never once the truth that he, he found out the hard way again, not the truth. My husband has been part of my journey the entire time. And he has been my biggest advocate of living authentically and yes it has been hard for us and him personally as well but he still shows up and loves me and he still is in it as much as i am so yeah i think at the end of the day a lot of a lot of the stuff surrounds us really it's nobody's business mm -hmm. it's nobody's business but people like to make things their business but i think for the rest of us it's just being in a place where we accept people for who they are, regardless of any preference of anything, and and carry on. Yes. I, I'm, absolutely I'm not sure why some people don't do that, but people like to choose the hard way on a lot of different things. But mm -hmm. I know that that's been an up and down roller coaster for you. What would you say to like what's the what's the solution? focus of of an ally for somebody from an LGBTQ2S plus community? I would say just treat people it doesn't it doesn't matter how they how they identify, how they how they want to move through their life. If it has no bearing on you, it's not gonna hurt you. It's not hurting anybody else. It's a an adult decision being made and also if the person is good like this is where I would put in a huge swear then remember that they're a good person regardless because I, I think I think what has happened um, for me that has really angered me is I've I've experienced some loss and some quite a bit of judgment and a lot of accusations and stuff like that and a lot of ridiculous stories placed on me from the very people and and, and also COVID has not helped. It's actually amplified the bullshit that we are directing to people that is completely uncalled for because the only thing that I would say to any of the people out there that uh, now have a problem with me for whatever reason is, do you remember my heart? It's always been the same. And and if you're not willing to have conversations, I don't got time for you. Because it, it's kind of like what you're doing here. Like 
we're having conversations. That's what people do that care about each other. That's what people do for other humans. Like I, I would drop everything for anyone each and every time. And now because of the crap that I've experienced. So I have, I am trying so desperately to protect my heart. And it is such an insert a disservice to the, my community because I innately and in, naturally in, in every way want to be there for other people. But I just, when you've been hurt so many times for giving and giving and giving and that isn't given back and I'm not because at no time, at no time did I have any expectations on how much love I'm going to give, but I would really love it if I'm having a hard time that it's being given back by those same people. And the truth is, is they don't show up because that is not serving them. <laughs> so, so yeah, so that, that's where the struggle is right now. It has been for quite a few months. And so hopefully, hopefully I just continue to get more examples um, within myself of feeling that I can open my heart fully and fully give it again. But right now it's, a, it's, it's been hurt quite a few times. So. I'm sorry for that, but I, I feel uh, to the core of my being, uh, the love you have for this world will continue to come out of you and it's going to get to a better place. I don't doubt it for a second. So the days you doubt it, you just call me and be like, remind me not to doubt today. I'm going to have you on speed dial. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Anytime, night or day, I'm here for you. What does Pride Month, if we have, you know, Pride Month conversation, what does Pride Month mean to you? Just allowing a space for every single being on this earth or in this universe to just authentically be them and love is love. That's it. Simple as that. Thank you so much for, gosh, just sharing your story and your heart. And I know, again, it's not easy, but it, it also allows you to, there's a process in, in conversation too that we sometimes forget. And so I hope that in some way you sharing today also really helps you. Thank you so much. I hope it, I hope there's somebody out there that is struggling that maybe through our stories that um, they can have uh, faith that they can get through whatever they're going through as well or reach out and co contact one of us because it would be really great to be able to um, to just remind people that they're not alone in this journey. Thank you for listening to the Jody Seeley Show podcast. This has been a Limelight Audio and Media production.